what am I doing here? I asked myself that question as I sat in the parking lot, getting ready to start my job as a stower at one of the Amazon warehouses. I had just earned a PhD in religion two years earlier. I hadn't been able to get a job in my field, so I ended up spending time working as a technical trainer. But then came COVID-19, and I was no longer working at my former company. I got to the point where I needed income, and I needed it right away. I was able to get on at Amazon, and I was thankful for the opportunity to work there. I hadn't been able to get a job working anywhere else up to this point, and I found myself kind of looking forward to my start date. I didn't know what it was going to be like, so it was kind of intriguing to a certain extent. But it was actually more than that. You see, I have never had a job that I actually enjoyed. Not one. I was looking forward to working at Amazon because I thought it would be the least stressful thing that I could do. Now, that probably doesn't make sense, does it? So, I guess I should fill you in on some of the details. See, I'm a pretty extreme introvert. 95% of the people I know don't know that about me, and that's because I'm generally pretty good with people. People love to talk with me because I listen to pretty much anything they have on their minds. I don't mind listening if it's a person or possibly two for a few minutes. However, if it's everyone I see during the day, which is the way it has tended to be at most of the jobs that I've had, then it completely drains me. Now, yes, theoretically, I could let people know, look, I I just don't feel like listening to you right now. If I didn't want to be quite so blunt, I could just try and say, hey, I'm too busy to talk. But I have a hard time doing that. I spend my time being super nice. I always smile. I generally have something funny to say. I make people feel good about themselves. I am really actually a nice person, but it wears me out to be that way all of the time. Of course, there are always those times when you can choose to be nice, even though you really feel like telling people exactly what they can do with their comments. I rarely let my anger show. I don't feel comfortable doing so, but make no mistake, the anger is still there. turns out, anger that you hold on to multiplies like little bunnies inside your chest. At least that's the way it is for me. It's exhausting to have anger. It is exhausting to hold on to anger. And I hold it day after day after day. On top of the anger, I feel almost physically trapped as an employee working in corporate offices. I am easily irritated and anxious about having to dress up, drive significant distances, and sit at a desk for eight plus hours a day. I feel a little like a caged animal, lucky if I get unchained from my desk to pace around a little bit while I wait on the temporary release from the workday. Of course, it's only temporary because in what seems like the blink of an eye, I'm already on my way back for another eight-hour lockdown. On top of everything else, I'm very aware of being one of one or two African Americans at my locations of employment. 
And when I say that, I mean that at every place I have been employed, there haven't been more than one or two people who look like me in the local set of offices in which I work. I haven't figured out a way yet not to be sensitive to what I notice about people when they see or they talk to me. As a black woman, I have known people who thought I have the position that I was in because of affirmative action policies. I notice the surprise in people's faces when they first see me or the trepidation. I have actually been asked, quote, what's up with the blacks, unquote, concerning why black people supposedly always see and talk about race. I've had white people who don't see color think I'm the exceptional black person that thinks just like they do, so much so that during the Trump presidency, they shared their admiration of him and confidence in him to make America great again with me. I have experienced people talking down to me for no particular reason. Like, here's a quick example. I had a person come up to me at an event and compliment me for being so articulate. Now, before you think I'm being oversensitive, not only is that comment a common racist trope, but the person complimenting me knew that I was a doctoral student. I mean, in other words, I've never met one doctoral student yet who's a U.S. citizen who did not know how to speak. Furthermore, that same person also neglected to compliment any of the other speakers as to their ability to articulate. I never felt like I could be myself at work, especially. I've always felt like I've needed to be the smiling, very different, always-on, perfectionistic, understanding, always listening, never complaining, representative of all Black people everywhere, every moment of the day, every day. The pattern would be work, go home, try to sleep, get up, repeat. I was looking forward to working in a warehouse. In this warehouse, the job was pretty solitary. I I would be responsible for taking the product that came in to the warehouse and putting it where somebody else could find it and get it ready to ship out to the customer. I was looking forward to working in a warehouse. I was looking forward to it so I wouldn't have to be around other people. I was looking forward to it because I could just do my job and then go home. I was looking forward to it because I could just be a black woman all by myself. I could work and think and meditate and be. I was looking forward to working in a warehouse, but I knew that it wasn't where I was supposed to be. And it it wasn't because it was a warehouse. I really didn't mind it, except that my feet and my back couldn't handle it. I don't think I'm supposed to be doing IT technical training in an office building for that matter either. I don't know exactly where I should be, but I know it's not in either one of those places. Wherever I'm supposed to be, I need to be there as my whole self with my own voice, not looking over my shoulder to see what everyone else thinks. 
It won't matter where I am if I come to it with all of these things, my whole self, my own voice, without being concerned about what other people think. Now, the thing is, everyone says, be yourself. Honestly, though, the world doesn't want that. I know people who've really experienced some serious consequences by being themselves. I've gotten by my whole life doing what I thought others wanted, and I've benefited from doing so. I don't really have any real incentive to be myself. Not even sure who that is. But the reality, though, is that authenticity thrusts itself upon me. I'm not sure I can actually live and survive any place doing anything unless I learn how to be myself. It's gotten too hard not to be. <laughs>